This song is called What Life Is To Be.
Yeah, so I wrote this song uh, probably like uh, around 2000, the year 2000 or 2001 or two, something like that. And uh, it was one of the first songs I kind of, that was a sort of like a complete song. And back then, uh, I was in college and um, I was getting trained in the music theory program at the College of San Mateo community college and um so i wrote songs pretty much based on the aa aaba format but um most of the songs i wrote at the time were sort of a three three part um compositions which means an a section a b section and a c section and basically uh uh they're four bar loops and uh they were that I did them that way because um, I was writing songs on, uh, I had these Korg Electribe um, synthesizers and they played, uh, they were like individual um, drum machine um, bass synthesizer and um, and there was one that was a sampler and uh, so they played four bar loops and so I kind of did, I wrote songs in four bar loops and made them in three sections. So the, the chord function of, uh, of this tune is um, sort of based on something I learned from uh, Thelonious Monk tunes, where um, you would play the, uh, you wouldn't necessarily start on the one, on the tonic chord in the key. You kind of start from the four to the five, and then back to the one, and you know some other chord after that. So in this one, I kind of did in the key of, what was it? In the key of F minor, I suppose. So I got a B flat minor. I've got a C7. I've got an F minor. And I've got a B flat seven. So from that B flat seven, we, then we go back to the B flat minor. So it's like a parallel minor kind of thing. Then we go back to the C7 to the F minor to the B flat 7 and uh, yeah so I, I I I heard some stuff about the way Thelonious Monk writes tunes and uh, I can't remember what tune it was that kind of did that um, but that's the way I did the A section and um, so then I got to the B section was and I, I Um, I learned about the half, half diminished seventh chord, and uh, there was a really cool song uh, by Lee Morgan called Sayora. And at a certain point in the song, uh, they do a half diminished seventh chord, which goes something like this. So the half diminished seventh chord, uh, it's just the flat five, the flat fifth, so. Right here, I got a um, an F minor seventh. That's an F minor seventh. If you take the uh, the fifth and flat, you get a half diminished seventh chord. So the the C in the F minor seventh chord goes down to a to a C flat, I guess, what you would call it, which is kind of crazy, but that's what it is. And uh, so it's an F F half diminished seventh. It sounds like this. 
And then we go to a B flat. B flat seven. So that's like a fairly dramatic thing. So the way it would kind of work is if the song right here goes into the key of E flat minor. So in E flat minor, you got the tonic note is the E flat, that's the E flat minor. And you go to the two, it's a half diminished seventh, which is a F minor seventh, flat five, or half diminished seventh. F, half diminished seventh, so here you go. So that's a, a dramatic two to five in the uh, E flat minor. Um, so yeah, I wanted to make I wanted to make the chords really dramatic. So anyway, um, I kind of go like uh, so we got the E flat minor seventh to an F minor seventh to a G half diminished seventh to a C seven. So the C seven is leading you towards uh, a resolution. Um, to an F, which would be like this. Sorry, the, um, we're going from a. Uh, yeah, so we're. Um, Playing with a key of F minor, two to five to one in F minor. Um, here is the two, here is the five, and here is the one in uh, F minor. So the B section is leading to the C section. So if you take back from the uh, the beginning of the B section, I know this is fucked up, but. I just gotta get a paycheck. And there's uh, no time to question why. When I've got to feed my children. And now we're leading back into the uh, to the C section, which I usually make into the uh, chorus. So the chorus is pretty standard, two five one, in a major key. So we're going to relative key. The key of E flat, and uh, it's kind of one of my favorite keys to to work in E flat or A flat. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm just trained as a jazz player, and flat keys are kind of kind of what you do. But um, the uh, chorus goes as so. So we're in the key of E flat major, we're gonna play the two, which is the F minor, to the five, which is the B flat seven to the one, the tonic note, which is E flat. We're back home. And we go to the six, which is the C minor. And I turn around. And you help me breathe. You help me to see what life is to be. So that's kind of a the gist of what, how it goes, and then you go back into the, the A section, which is a B flat minor to a C7, to an F minor to a B flat 
you kind of slip back into the parallel minor because it's the same chord. That the, the, the last chord and the first chord are the same except you're playing a major and a minor. So you go from B flat seven, major third, to a B flat minor seven to minor third. So that one note. Anyway, I, when I wrote this song, I um, I wanted to write something kind of about uh, it's kind of based on that whole uh, Friedrich Nietzsche kind of thing about uh, there was some quote about him saying, well, he, he I'm paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly right what he said, but um, he said anything done out of love is beyond good and evil. I wanted to write a song in the perspective of different characters. The first character is a, uh, I guess, a miner or a truck driver that's taking a rock from a quarry um, to to uh, take it to wherever it's going to uh, to basically build our society, build roads, or much of what we build our roads with, build our houses build infrastructure with is made out of rocks but in that process of of um, mining rocks uh, usually it's a, a fairly destructive activity and uh, it is for the greater good but we are uh, destroying habitats and uh, killing animals displacing animals uh, destroying the environment in the process, but um, our societies can't really function without that. And that's kind of the uh, the theme of the song. And uh, the second character in the song is a a police officer, and uh, I myself never had a good relationship with police police because uh, I always had the feeling that I was being racially uh, racially profiled and. I guess a victim throughout my life of systemic racism, the idea that uh, that brown people are meant to uh, be incarcerated and uh, feed the uh, the system. Basically, uh, the economy is built on a prison industrial complex. That's kind of the idea I had growing up, and um, what I was supposed to do as my part of society was to be um, I don't know, a lower, lower class person and uh, be engaged in criminal activities or whatnot and basically, basically be a, uh, a part of the system that uh, well, and a, I guess the uh, combine is the, uh, the metaphor for that there was a, there was a book I read in school where uh, we're like wheat going into the, the combine, into the uh, processor, and uh, the system is uh, making making uh, something out of us. Basically, our role is to feed the uh, the prison system, and people get paid to guard us. And while we're in prison, we either do work or whatever, but we'd lose our rights as American citizens. So, yeah, when I was growing up, uh, 
the cops were always uh, watching people like me. And, uh, and I had a lot of white friends. And uh, whenever the cops would uh, detain us, many a time they would tell, they would be go easy on our white friends and they'd tell them things like, uh, hey, why are you guys hanging out with these, uh, with these guys? You know, not, not specifically saying that we're Mexicans or brown or whatever, but saying that we have no future and we have records and, and, and my friend has a future and uh, he shouldn't be hanging out with us. Ironically, uh, the white guys are always the ones who got caught with paraphernalia, not us. And then uh, I would see them, the cops, call their parents and say, hey, what do you want to do with the paraphernalia? Should we, should we destroy it or should I give it back to you? Whereas for us, it was, it was not the case. It was always uh, prosecutors to the full extent of the law because that's what we were meant to be fodder for the for the uh the system the prison industrial complex but anyway i wanted to uh make a song that's had the point of view of the police officer and uh and the 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 uh the protagonist or i guess maybe the antagonist but the subject of the song from their point of view is forced into a position where he has to make a decision to either go along with the system or go against the grain. Um, but feeling that um, going against the grain was not a possibility. So, hence the lyrics, uh, I know this is fucked up, but it's ingrained in our culture. No time to question why, when I've got to feed my children. So basically, uh, yeah. It's a metaphor for, I guess, we do things that are wrong or, you know, possibly not good for the world in general, but we do them in the name of love or in the name of procreation or in the name of giving a better life for our children. Yeah, I guess I wanted to have some... some uh, some beauty in in the ugly truth that uh that we live in which is something i kind of learned from uh from my teacher my college professor for music where he used to talk about uh the uh biblical biblical music classical music um based on the bible and so forth and um he said it kind of funny he said uh you know, they tell all these details. The songs in their music have all these dramatic uh, movements and details about how how much Jesus had to suffer and uh, the pain and the torture that he endured. But then in the end, he made it. So, you know, it was like really like dark chords. You know, things are hard. And then, you know, it's really gut-wrenching. And we go to... From that, we go to like... Then we go to a happy place. Now we're... Oh, now... 
He made it. Anyway, I gotta fuck that up, but anyway, he's like, you know, it's it's really hard shit, and he's getting going through the fucking. The Romans are torturing him, but then in the end, uh, he succeeded, and he um, died and came back and went to heaven, and and it was all good. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the gist of that one. Um, yeah. It was hard, and then he made it. 